0: From up in the nosebleeds to down to the 50-yard line, wherever you watch the game, this is the place to sound off. Sports Talk with Jock on 770 CHQR.
1: Woo! <laughs> That's what I like to see, baby. Go, Stamps, go is all I got to say. That was kind of fun yesterday, Coach.
0: Yeah, the guys put in a good effort. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it was it was a great crowd. A great day. I mean... Uh, probably seen the jets fly over i don't know 20 30 times in my life but uh that was as good as i've seen and as low as i've seen oh that's uh, what
1: everybody's been saying it's like they're right on top of you
0: oh yeah as uh, i met the pilots uh stan schwartz kind of a stampede for life he always knows those guys so he had them out for practice so it was good to meet those guys
1: Well, you know, I I know you mentioned that last night in your post-game interview. Bo Levi-Mitchell certainly talked about it, too. It was military appreciation night, and and, and hey, that that resonated in the dressing room. Bo said he talked about it in his pregame speech. Did you address it as well? Well, we
0: knew that, uh, honestly, we knew that uh, a member of the military would be running out to start the game with us. You know, sometimes it's, I don't know, we talk about going to war and doing all this stuff, and we need to put it in perspective. You know, we're, we're laying something on the line, but not like these guys do. Mm-hmm. And uh, So we always respect them. I grew up in, uh, in Great Falls. It's a heavy Air Force. And, uh, you know, and we always, you know, have an appreciation. But we also understand the risks they take. So,
1: yeah, it was great to have them out there. And they enjoy They love sports.
0: And they love being a part of it. And we're glad to have them, uh, have them on our team.
1: Had a couple of fans uh, mention last night the fact that they loved the fact that you know a player ran out with a military member last night. So I whoever came up with that idea, I thought it was brilliant.
0: I did, yeah. yeah <laughs> did you? Good no, 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 for you. No, Good for you. Not. No. <laughs> no. But I think it's fun. To be honest with you, it's fun to put them in there and uh, give them something, give them an experience that they normally wouldn't get. You know, it's just like anyone else. If I, as uh, if I was down in San Diego, they obviously have a huge military presence down there. Some of the boys would go fly and mm-hmm. I just uh, have videos of them passing out in the cockpit because of the G-forces. And it's just fun to give people an opportunity, uh, people you respect, a chance to do something that uh, hopefully they make a good memory from.
1: You mentioned something interesting to us yesterday in our, in our pregame meeting, Coach. You know, the fact that, you know, everything about this season has been hard. And, and hey, we've talked about it. It's, it's been challenging with all of the injuries, and every game has come down to the wire. I, I'm not saying it wasn't hard yesterday, but to win wire to wire, though, you know, was that the best effort of the season for this uh, football club all around?
0: That was a good three phases against a great opponent. Um, you yeah, know, I felt like we played good in Sass, too. Those are probably our top two games mm-hmm. um, for all three phases. Um, you know what? It it just you know that doesn't mean that uh, you know the best things in life are hard. You know, like the things that you have to earn and you got to work for. When things are given to you, you don't appreciate them. And we understand how hard it is to get a win this year. And that's why I think you could tell the elation in the locker room that the guys knew they did a good job and it felt good to get that W.
1: Yeah, you know, and and, and hey, I get it as a coach. You got to put it all into perspective. And you said, uh, you know, even even last night in our pre our post game interview, you said, hey, we got to be better. Uh, so, so where can this team improve?
0: Oh, there are lots of areas. I mean, the little details in the X and O is, is certainly an area we know we need to be better. Um, penalties on special teams, for sure, would need to be better. Um, you know, and there, there were plays to be made out there. But the thing that uh, we have to understand is uh, effort and the physicality of the game. Um, they've got to go up another level because when you go back play in five days, sometimes you're on fumes, sometimes your mind takes over as much as your body so we got to make sure our mind is strong and we're ready to put in the the tough work and get the job done
1: the Eskimos defense very very good at pressuring the quarterback this year but the last three games they've had trouble uh, stopping the run they give up 139 yards to the Argos 189 to Winnipeg 201 to you guys was that something you knew you could expose in this game heading into it
0: no, not really. I mean, yeah, we were a little bit more committed, but we had the lead. I mean, when you have the lead, that's what it is. You know, one thing we don't get uh, that other teams obviously have been getting is quarterback yard yardage on the run. Uh, so I do think the numbers sometimes are a little bit skewed, even though they count. Um, but you know, when you play Winnipeg and Strever, he's almost an, another running back in there. Um, but we we mixed it around. I mean, we had obviously our receivers got some. We gave Will Langley his very first carry in the CFL, and then Kadeem was our horse. He just he just got stronger and and i thought our offensive line let's to be honest had the best game and um you know we're moving people so it was a good team effort run game wise it does make the play calling easier when you can be balanced it also uh allows you to kind of um feel like you take the fight to them so those are always good things
1: and, and you mentioned yesterday too the receivers doing a great job blocking downfield
0: yeah, and I had to I had to ask him to do a lot of the jobs blocking in the what we call the box. You know, if you if you're blocking linebackers, if you're blocking D ends, you know, obviously that's in the box. And, and there's play Eric knocked uh, digs, just knocked him right on his butt. Um, and he's a good football player. We, Colton Hunchak had a great job uh, coming in with when Richie Sedani had a a stinger. Uh, Colton came in, did a great job. And even the guys like Reggie and Eric, who are our main threats, uh, were very gritty and they got in there and they they got dirty. So. You know, It's just part of the game. It's hard to do it for 18-plus games. Uh, that's why you always see teams kind of go a little bit up and down, but uh, certainly the effort and, and the execution was there for those guys uh, yesterday.
1: So so it's not that serious for Sundani? You know, I haven't got a full
0: update on it. We're not in love with it. Okay, um, but okay. I, I want to give him a lot of props. He he could have bowed out at halftime, and he just kept playing and did a great job. So, you know, he, he was another one of... Probably should take a little bit of the load off him of once. I knew he had a bit of a sore shoulder, and, uh, you know, hopefully he's good to go even though it's a real quick turnaround.
1: Yeah, no, without a doubt. And, of course, uh, losing Juwan Breskison, that's a big blow for your Canadian talent. But, you know, Herji Mayala he, he seemed to step up in that game yesterday.
0: Yeah, he did. I think he is growing. I think he's becoming a young man, and uh, he's, his confidence is there. You know, when he knows what he's doing and he's running the right routes, he's got a lot of uh, good things working for him. He's got real big, strong hands. Uh, he's got some wiggle to him um he likes to compete he has uh to me i think it was more of just trusting the the system and trusting that he's gonna fit in and run the right route and and uh the quarterbacks have been finding him
1: i i do you know respect your your concern for your defensive coaches because uh you know i know the sun was shining and you wanted to protect them from you know you know sun exposure and and block them off there with the the players not dressed and um and <laughs> maybe you just should explain what happened there coach with the uh, the placards
0: well all i know is my back of my neck got sunburned so i uh i wasn't uh i guess the guys don't like me as much as those guys do. i mean it's got a little play but it's nothing it's uh it was uh certainly something that our guys wanted to try and, and uh probably had no impact on the game but it was something that we're, we're trying to to do a few things and and see and see if we can uh get a slight
1: edge. <laughs> well, you know, I've seen, I've seen college teams do it, but they hold up signs, pictures of, you know, personalities and stuff and whether it's play calling. And then I, then I saw both sides of the placards so are going, huh? What, what, what's going on here? But, you know, uh, uh, Greg Peterson did sort of explain to our listeners, uh, there was a concern maybe that they were, you know, stealing a couple of uh, signs in, in past games. Is that, uh, is that right?
0: Well, it's just another way. I mean, we have wristbands, we have multiple right. uh, callers and, just another way to try to to cause a little bit of confusion, but for the most part, you know that you can't. You can you can tell them you know, you know the call. It doesn't mean you can execute it. And same thing. I mean, we have formation. Everyone has tendencies. You almost want to show it and then have plays off of it. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's going to be a long term thing for us.
1: But defensively, the guys did step up. I know you gave up almost 600 yards to Montreal, and I'm not saying it was a statement game for the defense, but uh, boy, they they did step up.
0: Yeah, and I thought, you know, tackling was the first thing that you saw. Uh some of our vets were really rolling around there. Uh, I thought Royce Mechie stepped up at safety and Sean Amos had a great game at half. Uh great to get Winton McManus back. I think his energy and his execution really helped us, his physicality. So um, you know, same thing, you know, we we you know they got great players on the other side. And you know, it's it is you need to win the home game. That to me is always key. Cause if you lose at home, you know, now you're thinking, well, man, we got our work cut out for us going on the road, but um, you know, understand that uh, it's going to be a whole new game, a whole new challenge. Uh, They'll up their game. So we need to make sure we show up and and are ready to play.
1: As you might expect the, uh, the, the texts are already rolling in coach. So I'll just, I'll I'll leave you with this one because uh, Ryan says uh, quick question for the coach. I was at the game. Atmosphere was electric. We talked about this off the top. Uh, Ryan wants to know how does the crowd's energy help jack up the players?
0: Oh, I don't think they realize how big it is. I think honestly, even seeing the stadium full is enough sometimes to to get a little bit extra and hearing them and the noise is a big time factor. I mean, I love Charleston Hughes, great football player, but watch how many sacks he gets at in in Regina versus on the road. He understands that the crowd is affecting the offense and he can start predicting the snap counts and he jumps it and he and he gets sacks and it looked to me like it really helped our guys out too we had them confused a little bit we had the communication uh with them a little bit off and the crowd made a, a major factor in the outcome of the game and it was just it was just to me what a great day and to have 32,000 plus that's a big crowd now it is. Uh, i love it to see it every game but mm-hmm. i got to give calgary uh props on that because they showed up and they made a difference in the game
1: Hey, Coach, on that note, we'll take a quick timeout, the Coach's Show, for our friends at Tom's House of Pizza. You know the numbers already. These questions are rolling in for head coach Dave Dickinson. Easy to call, easy to text, 403-974-8255, toll-free, out of town, 1-800-563-7770. You can give me a follow on Twitter at Sports on 770. My email address, jock at 770chqr.com. More with the coach when we come back. so as you probably expected coach i've had this question five or six different times in the text line from darren from jim from frank from bill i can go on but ask the coach if they've talked to any nfl cuts including brett jones who was released by the vikings today so uh you want to address that coach
0: (laughs) yeah we talked to them all actually um mark Mueller, our running back coach is like almost best friends with brett jones so when that popped up uh I got the inside scoop. Uh he's not gonna be free long. No. So, uh don't be expecting him back in the C F L. It's just kind of a formality type of thing. But love Brett. He came by, um when we played Regina uh in, in Regina, uh he came by and kind of uh talked to our team a little bit and honestly he was just representing cups and telling jokes and he still uh loves Calgary, hates the Riders. so uh, <laughs> love uh it. he's uh He's a champ in my
1: books. <laughs> of course, he was a darn good player, too. Rookie of the year, most outstanding lineman. But as you say, this is a guy that's, uh, you know made over $4 million in the NFL. And, and, and hey, I, I agree. He's going to get picked up by somebody in that NFL. I, I guess the two other ones were the Jameer Thurmans, Mark, and Michelles. Uh, you have, you, you, Hey, you're, you're never going to say no to great football players. You're, you're always looking to add great football players. Uh, they're still looking for practice roster spots, or what's the status? Yeah,
0: I know. I haven't. I've, I've called Mark, and I haven't had a chance to get a hold of them. Um, you know, it sounded to me like he was getting a practice roster spot. Okay. You know, and I'm not sure how it went down. Um, you know, I'm not even sure if him and Alex were were uh, competing for the same, you know, same spot or a last spot. But from what I know is he's not on Philly's practice roster at this time. Um, obviously, uh, love the guy, and I'm interested to see what his decisions are, so I'd like to talk to him personally. But the other thing, you got to let these guys – and the same with Durham, because I did talk to them. You've got to let them have their time. You know, they made a decision to go down there. They're giving it all they got. And you've got to let them have their time to kind of figure it out and see if, if there is any opportunities. And once they're ready, once they're committed to coming back, that's when you kind of get more into the nuts and bolts of things, if it fits. And that's a salary cap basis. And also, for me, I'm not interested in getting guys just that want to come back for six games. I want to get guys that are... Uh, potentially ready to come back to Calgary for multiple years and and be part of our family uh, for the future.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Okay, I've got this question a couple of times from Ryan and from Tim, and uh, they both ask about uh, you know the the key play, the the key block, I should say, Eric Rogers blocking downfield on Bagleton's run in you know the second quarter. Uh, Rogers has uh, smoked an Eskimo uh, you know three times, um, just you know, and Ryan basically follows that up by saying he thinks there were two key plays, massively underrated plays: the Eric Rogers hit on Diggs to spring Bagleton and Deshaun Amos. Is amazing knockdown at the goal line.
0: Yeah, that, uh, that's the block I was referring to because, right. you know, Diggs got some big hits on us, too, so it wasn't like uh, we had his number the whole game. It was a, a great play. Eric played super physical, and, and he's had a good year. His numbers the last few games haven't been as much on the receiving end, um, but he is super committed and doing the right things uh, to make our team better. Um, most to me, you know, he had two big knockdowns. Uh, you know, third and five, though, kind of you and him and uh you know they score there possibly get two point conversion and make it eight points all of a sudden gets dicey and that was huge and then our we just marching down the field the last basically three minutes uh we haven't done that a lot in the in the last few years just taking over and not giving the ball back so those are all really good signs now can we do it again Mm.
1: George says, I wish I could take credit for this, but I can't. Get ready for Airbnb, Bo and Bagleton. Uh, Bagleton is having a great, great season for your football club.
0: Yeah, another nice game. Um, like I said, he's doing everything, too. Like, He so just gets some carries. He's doing a good job on his blocking game. I haven't really seen any busts out of him, too. He's been really locked in. Now he's got the good fortune of playing the same position every game. Um, you know, some of the other guys have kind of moved around, but uh, – you know, he's right up there with the best uh, of anyone this year. So we thought that could happen. Obviously, we, uh, with the multiple quarterbacks, he's, he's gained their trust. But, uh, yeah, he's doing uh, a lot of good things.
1: This texture just says, look out on Saturday. Eskimos are going to come out smoking hot. Try to survive the opening half because I don't think it's going to be pretty. Uh, hey, it is the same opposition. Uh, both teams are in the same position. You've beaten Edmonton twice. You've won the season series. Uh, what are you expecting on Saturday?
0: Well, I mean, we do know it's going to be a uh, tougher game, and I don't know, like physically, I think both teams are ready, and it was a battle. Uh, it was right in doubt again. We just kind of found a way to, to extend that lead in the second half. Um, we just want to play better. I keep saying it, but find ways to be better. Find ways to, to commit to your teammate and trust and, and make yourself better in practice, make yourself better every time you step on the field, and the wins will take care of itself. The score, I, I appreciate it. The score takes care of itself. You play well. That's The score will take care of itself, and hopefully we get another win.
1: One final question from Kevin, and Kevin says, Coach, it doesn't seem like quarterbacks are testing Raheem Wilson on the field side. Mostly have noticed him supporting the run. Just wondering about your thoughts on what appears to be a real find this season.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not the easiest thing in the world to test that guy anyway. You notice we have trouble getting out, testing that field corner. I mean, most of the time they play fairly soft because, They've got a lot of time. They can the ball if they're throwing to that area where he is. The ball is going to be in the air for quite a while. Um, so, but you know what? He he competes. Uh, you know, I saw a clip where where Devaris got the best of him as well, and uh, he just kept after it. He's not a big man. He likes to compete. He's probably been you know underrated his whole career and and uh, had to go through the tough road. But he he's making
1: plays and doing the right things. Coach, as always, appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. All right, Jock. Thanks for the call. You betcha. Dave Dickinson. The coach's show for Tom's House of Pizza, where pizza lovers feel at home with locations in Calgary and in Okotoks. Hey, if you love football, you found your spot tonight on Sports Talk with Jock because we go from head coach Dave Dickinson to our CFL insider, Glenn Suter, for Valentine Volvo. Glenn's up next as Sports Talk with Jock continues.